All right. May Musa. You have to announce the page on if you're going to record. You have to announce where you are. Daf Beis Amud Aleph. May Amosai Koydin Eshma Ba'arvin. If you don't know where that is, <laughs> then you should be choosing a different course of study. No, Chas Rishon. Brachas Beis Amud Aleph. May Amosai Koydin Eshma Ba'arvin. When do we read Kriya Shema at night? What a mysterious statement. From the time that the Kayanim enter to eat their Truma. Well, when's that? I don't know. We'll find out. Ad Saif, probably somewhere around the night time. Ad Saif until the end of the first watch. The night is divided into uh, three watches. And at the end of the first one, at the end of the first one, uh, is already too late to say Kriyashma. Divrei Rabbi Eliezer. This is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Chacham say, no. You have until Chatzois, until midway through the night. We, we kind of loosely call that midnight, but generally speaking, these uh, Chatzois and all, most, the majority of Zmanim are assessed by Shois, Zimaniyos. But both of these later opinions are ending times, not beginning times. Absolutely. The question in the Gemara is Ma'emosai. Mm. Not until when, but when do we start? Yeah. And these two opinions don't answer that question. Well, it seems like everyone agrees Mishasha Kainim Nichnasim. That seems to be an, at least in our mission to be on debate. Mm. So what's the, what's the ending time according to the first according to the Tanakhama? It sounds like Rabbi Eliezer also agrees. Rabbi Eliezer says you have an, until the end of the Ashmurishina. Then the Chachamim say you have no, you have until Chatzais, until midway through the night. Right. Right. And then Rabbi Gamliel, I'm right, Yalamuda Shachar. But the, right until uh, till sunrise. The Mishnah right away is going to clue us in that Rabbi Gamliel is not saying what we think. There's not really a, as many machlekas in, in our Mishnah as there seem to be. Okay. Right. Because Maisa, a little story. Ubo Branov mi Beis Hamishta. His children came. Right, whose children? Rabbi children. They came from a party. They came from it sounds like a wedding. They walked into the house. It was two a.m. Right? They said, "Tata, we didn't say Krishma." Right? So you'd think these are pretty from guys, but they didn't get around to say Krishma. It sounds like maybe he was. Could be. Who knows? Maybe he was learning. Maybe he was learning. Maybe he was sleeping, but he wasn't sure what time it was. So he said, I think that one with the tape on it is a brachas. The first one. The first one. With the, with the black tape on it. Oh, yeah, of course. I think. So, Imloi Allah, Murashachar, Chayav, and Atem If the sun has not yet risen, right, not only may you read Kriyashma, but you must read Kriyashma. You're absolutely obligated to read Kriyashma. Not only that. Not only that. So in other words, what do you mean, Amru? Who's Amru? They didn't just say this. What's this, Amru? So he's, what the mission is telling us is that Rugamil is has already inserted what he's about to explain into his sack. What he told his children was in accordance with the majority opinion. He was saying, you should know that everyone agrees, or at least the Chachamim and I agree, that you have until morning begins, until the sun rises. Why then did the Chachamim say what they said. Why did they say Ad-Chatzai? So he says, This is not the only time they've done something like this. Whenever the Chachamim say Ad-Chatzai, the mitzvah is Ad-Chiel Now he's going to give two examples. The first example he gives is Hector Chalavim Ve'ivorim. When after the, the uh, carbon has its blood thrown, 
So there are parts left behind which need to be burned. Very often, those things are going to be burned overnight. How long? So, for example, chalavim, fats of most carbonates, which have particular fats which must be burned, and avarim, the parts, all the parts of an oil are burnt. So, uh, those things are burnt overnight. Mitzvah murashachar. The mitzvah is to, uh, they are, not only is the mitzvah to burn them, but they are only permitted to be burned until achiyala murashachar, until the first crack of dawn. And everything which is eaten in one day. What is that? So there are five categories of carbonates which have only one day to be eaten. They are chatas, asham, kivsei atzeres, minachis, and toida. So those five, those five categories of carbon, you only have one day to eat them. So when does that day cut out? When do you run out of time? The Gemara says, amud The Mishnah says, again, until the crack of dawn. Now Rashi notes right here, let me take you into Rashi, as per uh, previous request. Let's look at a couple of Rashis over here. Look at Rashi, Dibur HaMaschil, Dibur HaMaschil, Imkain. I'm sorry, no, not, uh, you know what, let's read to the end of the Mishnah, and then the, 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 it'll come together a little, a little better, a little smoother. Rashi says, in, excuse me, back to the Mishnah, not Rashi, back to the Mishnah for a moment. Why did the Chacham say until Chatzais? Why, why would they say until Chatzais if the mitzvah is until dawn? The Gemara says, Because we don't trust you, we're afraid that you're going to blow it. You're going to have, you're going to take your time. So first we say, And if you come to us and say, Rabbi, what do I do? I forgot to say, It's 2 a.m. We say, it's okay, you can keep saying it. You can keep saying it, but the, we need to strike a little fear into your heart about missing chatzais. Okay, a little sociology fair. Um, very well. So let's take a look. What? Sorry, I thought that's not a question. Okay. Uh, no, I think he meant psychology, not sociology. Um, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> if you wake up the rabbi at 2 a.m., you have a problem. Then you get boy. Okay, so take a look at Rashi a moment. Take a look at Rashi a moment. Um Kane Lombamukhacham Ad Khatsois. Dibra Maskal. So Rashi says, Imkain Lombamukhacham Ad Khatsois be Kriyashma Bahilas Kachim. Rashi points out, he says, the in reality, the Khachamim only say Ad Khatsois. They only insist that you can that you uh, that you have until chatzos in two cases in, Kri- in the case of kriyish benachilas katan the chacham don't say anything about hector chalam veivarim hector chalam veivarim there is no discussion of hector chalam veivarim being at chatzos it's all one of the uh, anomalies of this mishnah um, which is that the mishnah in, very deliberately uh, it would seem cites uh, memras two memras one of which does not do the thing the mishnah says it's doing. So Rashi explains in the next Hebrew Maskel, Kedil HaKadam Avera, Ve'asrum Ba'achila, right, he's referring now to Achila's Kachim, Kedim Zmanon, Kedei Shelo Yov Elochum Lachar Murashachar. We don't want you to end up, the Mishnah in Zvachim says that you can only eat these things until Chatzos. Until Chatzos, if we would say Karbonus, you'd notice, but we don't say Karbonus around there. But if you say Karbonus, you can look, while, while we're not saying Karbonus, you can take a quick peek, and you'll see that uh, the Mishnah says Ad Chatzais, but uh, don't worry, that's not really, the Mishnah doesn't really mean to say Ad Chatzais, the Mishnah really means 
you have until the morning. And because they don't want you to be lazy and end up uh, eating them after the crack of dawn. Right? It's a very severe issue, so we need to keep you at a safe distance. Krishma as well. Right? The fellow might say, I've got all the time in the world. And with all this laziness, he will miss the time. And that is something that we can really imagine happening. The Hector Chalom Nikatani Hacha Loi Amru Beichachamar Chatzais Klal. Now she says Hector Chalavim doesn't include any discussion about Chatzais. Loi Nokat Lu Hacha El Loi Dia Shkol Tover Hanoig Dover Hanoig Bulai Lekasha Kol El. Rashi says you're kind of reading the Mishnah wrong. What the Mishnah is trying to say with Hector Chalavim is that in fact, in other words, that's it's, it's there where Rambam Gamliel is trying to prove. I should say it's from it is from there. The Ram Gamliel is demonstrating that, generally speaking, all these mitzvahs are ad shi'alam rather than ad chatzais. Right? Very good. Bochi nami tam perkshen. The Megillah Rashi throws in another one. Kol halay lekasher l'ktsiras ha'omer l'hekter chalam me'varim. This is an open mission of Megillah because Rashi is bothered. Right? We have an open mission of Megillah that says you have the whole night for hekter chalam me'varim. So, therefore, Rashi says there is no way that there was. That there were don't don't even contemplate that perhaps uh, the two Mishnahis aren't aware of each other. That's an impossibility. That's one of the first things you need to know in the first Mishnah and Shas. It is an impossibility that the two Mishnahis are not contemplating each other's existence. It's absolutely a monolithic unit, and relatively monolithic, I would say. Uh, and therefore, we must say that the Mishnah has a different intent by bringing in Hector Chalam Nevar. This is Ktsiras Omer. is the time at which you need to harvest the Omer before you bring it. You need to harvest it before you, the, the carbon Omer, the actual barley. So you can do that all night? You can do that all night. What does that mean that you couldn't do that all night? Ah, that's a, that's a Zvachim Sogi. We'll get there. If you hang in Menachas, if you hang in it till Menachas, you'll find that. <laughs> It'll be a little while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, no big deal. No big deal. Imagine you're just marrying Rachel at the end. Don't tell your wife. Okay. Tana Hechakoi. The Gemara says, Tana Hechakoi. Where was the Tana standing? What's this question? The Gemara doesn't doubt for a second. Right? The Katani, right? The Gemara says, Tana Hechakoi, the Katani Me'emusai. Why is the Tana saying Me'emusai? Now, the Gemara doesn't doubt for a second that you have to say Kriyashma twice a day. That we know. That we know. The only thing that Gemara is not sure of is what was the Tana talking about? What was he giving a class on that day? Visu, a second question. Listen to Shachab's Resha. Why does the Tana talk about the evening before the morning? Generally speaking, one thinks of the morning as coming before the evening. So why does the Tana act as if the evening comes before the morning? So the Gemara says, Gemara says, Tana Akrokoi. The Tana was giving a class. The class he was giving was on the Pasuk. He was giving a class on which we say three times a day. If you say all, four, all, all three parishes of Kriyashma in your bed, then you say it four times a day. Right? When you lie down and when you get up. Imagine that the Mishnah, in other words, the, the Gemara is saying, we're missing... We're, we're missing a little bit of context, or perhaps even a little bit of text in the Mishnah. And what, what, the way you should read the Mishnah is as if it says, When is this man Kriyashmav Shechiva? Mishosh, Kayanim Nechnasim Lecha, but you must from the time the Kayanim go in to eat their chum. 
Perhaps the answer is another possibility is we learn this from from the creation of the world. Now, what do we learn from the creation of the world? Rashi is very careful to note that there is no reason to think that the Tana was giving a class about the creation of the world and then he started talking about Krishna. The only thing this Iboy Seima is just coming to tell us a different thing. Why? What is the source for the claim? that the night comes before the day. So, the first opinion doesn't think that Vayer Vayibayker is a valid source for the night, the halachic night coming before the halachic day. While the second opinion thinks it is a good source for the halachic night coming before the halachic day. Why that's the case is beyond the scope of our current class. Um, okay. Ihachi, the Gemara, Sefer the Katani, the next Mishnah, it's Adam Daphir Aleph, Bishachar Mivarich Shtayim Lufanel, Vachas Lachareha. We start talking about Perkis Krishma. And we say in the morning, you make two brachas beforehand, pay attention, we'll do it a little later, Vachas Lachareha, and one afterwards, one brach afterwards. In the evening, you say two brachas beforehand, and two brachas afterwards. Listening to Arvis Beresha, I thought, I thought the evening always comes first, so why don't we say the evening first? says, He started talking about the evening, as one should. He then went on to Shacharis uh, to the morning, because it comes after the evening. And then finally, And now he's, he's already holding in Shacharis, so it would be very unpleasant for the flow uh, if he returned uh, abruptly to the evening. So therefore, so since he was standing in Shachar's parish, merely the Shachar's, he explained matters relating to Shachar's. So other parish, merely the Arvis, and subsequently he explained those things which relate to Arvis. So this is yet another general knowledge Talmud type of point that the Gemara is making over here. I understand that it is very key in Mishnayis that the Mishnah flow well. Okay. Omar Mar. That's what the Mishnah says. Mechti, let's see a second. What is that, man? When the Koyanim meet Truma? It's, it's not so helpful to us to say from when the Koyanim meet the Truma if we don't know when the Koyanim meet the Truma. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, I'll tell you, when the stars come out. Now, when's Tesekechavim? Well, that is the question that we do have time to talk about. When is Tesekechavim? Anyone know? You might think three stars. Right? Well, the Shulchan Archerav says, I'll tell you, Three stars, that's not for you and me to figure out what three stars are. Three stars, that means an expert astronomer, right? And, we don't, and the truth of the matter is that, that uh, learned people would have been well-versed in astronomy in Talmudic times, and we are not well uh, most of us, I can only speak for myself, but generally speaking are not well-versed in astronomy. Um, we also have a big problem with light pollution, so that uh, brings this point even uh, more strongly home, that we really... Uh, the, the stars that the first three stars that we would see, frankly, are likely to be far larger than the stars that our ancestors would have seen. Um, be that as it may, uh, we don't rely on our uh, inexpert selves to determine what these three stars are. We rather use a minute-based time. So, and, and, and that's without getting to, to really the ideal, which is the, where the, that time really shifts based on the season. But. In the simplest concept, we use a minute-based time. So around here, in the shul, the time they observe for Tzai Sakhachavim is 43 minutes. Right, 43 minutes, they make, uh, they have Mayrv. And that's the time they post for the end of Shabbos. 43 minutes. After Shkia. First Shkia, 43 minutes later. Huh? You're just pushing the question back. 
Ah, How do we know it's very good question. Also, because that is really the, that's the source of the problem. Machlik Tzrishayinim is when is shkia, what, or rather, what is shkia? What is shkia? Without getting the details of where exactly the sun is setting, let's just call shkia sunset. And uh, I think people have a general sense of when sunset is. Um, and the question becomes: uh, We know that there's something called Bein Hashmashais, and then the day seems to end by something. Uh, there's a Gemara in Psachim and a Gemara in Shabbos, and one Gemara implies that the that that the period between Shkia and night, and halachic night, is three quarters of a meal, the amount of time it takes to walk, th- a meal is 2,000 amas, so three quarters of the amount of time it takes to walk 2,000 amas, and the other opinion is seemingly that it takes four meal, or five meal, actually, that's a machlikas, and the Amiroim, I believe, if I'm mistaken, um, Rabbi Huda and Ula, I believe, uh, as to whether it's four or five mils. So there are basically, in a nutshell, there are there are four major possibilities as to how long. Uh, uh, if you pass in like Rabbeinu Tam, which the Shulchan Aruch does, so you either have 72 minutes, which if you come into the shul at, uh, uh, after everyone has left, you'll find myself and Rabbi Duchavni there still waiting because we're waiting for the 72 minutes, man. And then if you're... If you're a real snoop, you can go to Dovi Grossman's house and you'll find that he hasn't made Havdalah until 90 minutes, which oh, actually wow. is a more, uh, possibly a more acceptable, uh, a, a more, it, may, it might make more sense actually to wait till 90 minutes, um, <laughs> annoying as it may be. Uh, although he will, uh, some people will take, you know, will take a ride home and something like that, and they won't do a malacha themselves, but they'll do a shvos, um, which you can argue about. The briskers also, they keep Shabbos till 90 minutes, and some people keep till 120. I don't know who, but I, uh, apparently some people keep 120 minutes. I wonder if anyone keeps that many anymore. And then, Mikra Din on Matsai Shabbos, the, the opinion of the Gainim, it sounds like you could keep uh, 18 minutes, and then this man is, uh, 18 minutes would be like the most machmir, and then it's over. The thing is that waiting just 18 minutes, there's no Taisefa Shabbos, and we try to have Taisefa Shabbos at the beginning and the end, so people wait a certain amount of time for Taisefa Shabbos. How long is that? You can talk about it. That's the difference. Okay, we're learning Shabbos soon. Because it seems like the vow calls the Tosef Shabbos is at least 20, 15, 20 minutes. Something, a big chunk of time. Yeah. The same way we do on the way in. Think about it. You're saying 18 minutes, basically. So roughly, yeah, whatever. It's uh, I, uh, We can talk to Ari Feldman about how they came, they come up with 43 minutes exactly. But yeah, the universal minute is to add or machmir on Tosef Shabbos on the way in. Is the, is the shortest man I've ever heard of. 24, yeah. 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 Well, the, 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 technically, the shortest month for Tzayz after Shia is like 13 and three quarters minutes. I know in Yerushalayim, people wait like 20 But nobody takes out Shabbos. Yeah, no one takes out Shabbos that early, not, not to my knowledge. Before 30, yeah. It seems like you that's You see some surprising year, things if you go visit Yerushalayim. Like Could be. I never knew that. Yeah, Tzayz after Shabbos, we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Hang in there. One Masech away. That's much closer. The Menachas. That's just a few months from now. Because that, that's what I was going to ask. Why? It's like three quarters of a meal takes 13, 15 minutes to walk. Right. Well, place. so that, that's another thing. That's another that's one of those things we say we don't we don't make our own measurements on, on meal walking because because uh, that obviously would lead to a disaster. That's because, the same. And the other, the well, other meal, bit is to set the Shabbos. We usually hold the meal is 18 minutes, right? The, the standardly, uh, something between e- either 18 so or 22 and a half. Meal, it would be 13 and a half minutes. Exactly. 22 and a half might actually be the more the more acceptable, the more universally accepted assessment. Okay, let's not 
lose track of ourselves. Very well. Tzesakechavim, whenever that is. Right? They knew what They seem to have known what Tzesakechavim was. So, right? Tzesakechavim. So the Gemara says, listen, Mishas Tzesakechavim. Instead of talking about Koyanim, how about you say, Mishas Tzesakechavim. We said yesterday at Shalashudas, why is this Milsag of Urche? Why are we uh, worried about this Milsag of Urche? Listen up, we'll hear. When do Kayanim eat Truma from Akfa? Even though I might be a Zav, maybe I'm a Zav. And I have to bring a carbon tomorrow. So you might think, it's very nice, Mr. Cohn, that you went to the mikvah. It's very nice that you had hair of Shemesh, that the sun went down, and a new day came. But you have not yet brought your karma, and you're not going to be able to bring your karma until sunrise the coming day, until the next day begins. Since you haven't brought the carbon, the carbon, after all, is kapara. It is, uh, in a sense, atoning for your status. So you might think, maybe you still can't eat truma until you bring the carbon. The, the mikvah and the... The new day are both taloi on tahara. Is that the same? Indian? I would say that tahara is taloi on the mikveh and the new day. I'm saying. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both. It's it's, it's a all, clear which one you need, or maybe you need both for tahara. I actually was looking recently at a a, a scholarly journal, and they somebody was. They, it was actually not a not a Jewish thing at all, but biblical archaeology uh, journal, and someone wrote in to be moirer on them to say, I don't like that you use the phrase ritual baths. A Jewish guy, an Israeli, says, I don't like that you use the phrase ritual baths because ritual baths implies that the bath itself, I think he's way off the mark, maybe he's not a native English speaker, but he says the ritual bath implies that the bath itself um, conveys the purity. While in reality, most of the time, since they needed Herod of Shamash, and he writes Herod of Shamash and explains what it is, since they needed Herod of Shamash, really the purity only comes with the new day and the bath is just part of the process. I don't think that makes it not a ritual bath. But he, he was making a different argument. He was trying to make a claim that, that really these aren't McVoice, which I, I don't understand why that's connected to his, to his proof at all. <laughs> anyway, okay, moving along. I might think, uh, since I might think that Kapar is Ma'akva, right? Kidetanya, excuse me. And the sun, now this is important, pay attention to this passage because this is going to be our next discussion. And the sun comes, we assume that means the sun sets, and something becomes pure. Right? The simple reading is he becomes pure, but the Gemara is going to spin us around on that in a moment. Right? The sunset is what keeps him away from eating truma. Once the sunset comes, he can eat truma. The bringing of his carbon does not hold him back from eating truma. Now the Gemara says, Umimai, and we said, we said uh, yesterday by Shalashudas, why of all the halachas that are related to Tzaysak Kechavim and the Shas, why did we choose this one? And the answer, of course, is that we just finished learning Taras. Since we just finished learning Taras, we're left with a few caches, and one of them is this halacha. So Baruch Hashem, it's a cycle. The Gemara in Brachas has it covered. The Gemara says, how do you know Uba Shemesh means sunset? Just because you translated that word every time when you read uh, when you read Targum, so you thought that's what it means. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe Uba Shemesh, and that Vitar means Tahar Yoima. Now that's not what I would have thought. But the Gemara, a little more literate than me, the Gemara says Vitaher ought to mean Tahar Yoima. In other words, the day has passed. The day is past. And the Gemara is going to delve a little bit more into the linguistics of that in a moment. But the day is past. Dilma, maybe. Bias oirehu. When we say uva Hashem, we mean the sun comes up. 
Here's the sun. Uvo Hashemesh. The sun is here. Its light is here. Umay vitoher tahar gavra. And maybe vitoher is not a reference. The Gemara, in other words, is, is, is hiding a step from us. The Gemara is, is implying a step, I should say. We're saying you're, the reason that you assume Uvo Hashemesh means sunset is that you think that vitoher means and the day toher, the day has passed. Sometimes Tahir can mean something like that. The day has passed. So since you're reading Vitahir that way, you're assuming Abu Hashemish means sunset. Maybe Vitahir just means the fellow becomes pure. The fellow becomes Tahar. And since the fellow becomes Tahar, <coughs> since the guy becomes <coughs> excuse me. Since the guy becomes Tahar, therefore <coughs> he may now eat Shuma. But what does Uva Hashemish mean? Sunrise. <coughs> means sunrise. So Omar Rabba Barav Shaila. Yeah, what's up? But the the Pasha understanding that the Gemara starts with is that Tahir is going in the day. Yes, which is very interesting, because why would I assume that? But Tahir, we always when you read that Pasak every time before this in your life sure, you thought sure. Well oh, you learned the Gemara Brachas, but but the Gemara that's how the that's how the Gemara learns Pasha Pshat. <coughs> yeah. The Gemara is saying, why do we learn Pasha Pshat that way? Because Uva, the Gemara seems to concede that Uva Hashemish is ambiguous. Uva Hashemish could mean either sunset or sunrise. So it's all going to depend on how we read Vitar. Now the Gemara says, hold on, why are we always reading Vitar as the day has passed? Maybe Vitar means the fellow is pure. And Uva Hashemish could very well mean sunrise. And in fact, you do need the sun to come up. In other words, not, not per se that we're saying the carbon is, uh, is necessary. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Because Rashi specifically says not like that. Rashi says that the, the carbon is absolutely necessary. How would the person become pure? By vos carbonizer, by bringing this. Okay. Make it eat before the, before the carbon. No. Rashi doesn't want us to make that mistake. Rashi's saying we're not introducing yet a third possibility. We're not introducing yet a third possibility uh, to, to say that, uh, that the morning rather than the evening is just the correct pro- the correct mm-hmm. magical time because that halakhically that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense it doesn't really have a whole lot of valence just being in the morning because the halakhic day starts yeah. at night so mm-hmm. it's already tomorrow it's been tomorrow for, for hours now so the alamai says Rashi it must mean that vitoher means the fellow is going to bring his carbonic and then he'll become tarunos we're just trying to regress as it were to the hava amina and say oh you know what no really you do need the carbonus so and he shall become Tahar. My Vitoher, right, grammatically, it doesn't make sense. No, it's, it's not true. Vitoher is, is an unambiguous Lashine. Vitoher has to mean the day passes. It actually cannot possibly refer to the fellow. Right? My Vitoher, Tahar Yoima. The day has passed. The day is gone. Kid Ami Inchi, as people say, Iadiv Shimsha, the sun is gone. The sun is set. Vidki Yoima. So the word Idki uh, means pure, literally. Right, the day is pure, and the day is gone. So this is a, that's commonly uh, it's a common Aramaic colloquialism, and is therefore the correct not therefore, but that is a, an indicator of how we are to understand the word vitaher. Okay, b'marava, we're going to have the same discussion again. B'marava and Eretz Yisrael had the rabbi bar They didn't hear. They never knew this discussion. Rabbi Rav Shilu bo lami boy. They structured the discussion like this. Is the word Ubo Hashemesh to be read sunset? And how do we read the day is gone? Perhaps it means this, the light has come. The light has come. And what does that mean? 
tehar gavra, as we said earlier, the individual becomes tar with the bringing of his carbon. Vahadr pashtula mi braisa. And they resolve the question based on a brisa. Midikatani be brisa, since we learned in the brisa. Simen ledavar tesakechavim. Since we say, we're going to have the brisa very soon, but since we say that a simen, right, in other words, the, 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 the brisa says, when do you say Krishma? Mishashakayin minchas. When is that? Simen ledavar tesakechavim. So if it says kechavim, if the kainim go and do the truma, so similar would say kechavim. That shows you obviously that the kainim don't go in the morning to say the truma to eat the truma. Similar would say kechavim shema mina bias shimshayhu. Right, so they don't make the point linguistically or grammatically so much. They just make it as a point of. They just prove it from the brisa umay v'toher tahar yoyma. What does v'toher mean? Tahar yoyma. Okay, I don't know why we couldn't have said Right, that's the evening. Ah, you see from the Mishnah that is the evening and not the morning. So I don't know why they didn't use the Mishnah. I think the Mishnah is a good source as well. Okay, that's a very odd little thing. <coughs> very well. Okay, Amar Mar. Misha shehakayanim nichnasin lechel bitchuma. That's our mission. From the time the kayanim go into it, it's true. Uremenu, stira, contradiction. Name is like Kernishma Barvin. When do we read the Kriyashma in the evening? Misha ha'oni nichnas lechel pitoi bimelach, a newsman, seemingly. When a poor person goes inside, comes home to eat his bread with salt until he finishes eating. So that sounds like a very narrow slot. That sounds like a very narrow slot. Yeah, yeah, there's, 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 there's probably something there. <laughs> so, the Gemara says, first of all, let's be, let's be, let's be very clear. That short of an end time, that abrupt of an end time for sure is not like our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah offers two potential end times. You either have the end of the Ashmur Rishayinu, which is a third into the night, that's a few hours. Or you have until Amur HaShachar, which is the entire night. So this is definitely some other opinion in terms of when the end time is. But right? we're always trying to limit Machlekes. We're always trying to limit points of difference. So... Perhaps the beginning of this brisa does not disagree with our Mishnah. Uh, uh, perhaps it does. Perhaps it doesn't. Right? Either the shear of Mishash Nichnas Ha'ani Lechol Pitak and Mishash Akayin Chas Lechol is one shear, or it's two different shearim. So the Gemara says, "Light." <clears throat> no. In fact, in fact, Ani V'Kayin Chad Shiruhu. It's all one shear. It's all one time. And if we have a moment at the end, we'll return to the interesting small thesis over here. Um, <clears throat> so the Gemara says, <coughs> "Is that so?" Or minu, stira contradiction. When do we begin reading Kriyshma in the evening? From the time that people go in to eat their bread on Friday nights. That's a Mary's opinion. Don't get confused, that's the same as our Mishnah. The Chacham say from when the Kayanim are permitted to eat the Jews. And indicator for you that we have arrived at that time is Tesakai Chav. 
Even though we don't have any proof to this matter, we have a way for you to remember it. Shanamar, the Pasuk in Nechemia describes the restoration of Yerushalayim. If I recall correctly, it's Nechemia himself uh, recounting. He says, We would work. Half of the people would hold uh, spears. Sounds like half of the people would daven and half of the, would, excuse me, would work on the Beis HaMikdash and half of the people would hold spears, would stand guard from sunrise, from daybreak until the stars came out. Another Pasuk said, The night was for guarding. We had a guard at night and in the daytime everyone worked. So, the Gemara says as follows. My What's this for? What's the malacha? Is that they, the rest, they were restoring your shalim? Oh, oh so no, no, no. Building this is, the, oh yeah, this yeah. is a recounting yeah. a real a historical yeah. event. Mm. This is from Sefer Nehemiah. Yeah, Nehemiah. Mm. So what's going on in Sefer Nehemiah? What's going on in Sefer Nehemiah is when, that when historically is, is this? Is this is the Oile Bavel? This is the return of Ezra uh, and Nehemiah mm. post Daniel. Uh, they're returning to Eretz Yisrael because because uh, Kairish has given them permission to construct, to build, to rebuild the base just to rebuild Yerushalayim, and they run into all types of obstacles in the process of doing that, and so they were under attack by the the Bedouins, the surrounding tribes who have always loved us very much, mm-hmm. um, were tr- wanted. This is never. No one could possibly <laughs> contemplate such a thing. Yeah, but but somehow you know. The, our peace partners um, did not want us, for some reason, they were very concerned about our illegal settlements. Um, so there wasn't a UN then, so they couldn't stop them the proper was this, way. Was this so, more the front end or the back end of the 70-year Gullus? This is the back end of the Gullus and the front end of the return, the very early, the troubled, the, 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 the tough early issue of days. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Gullus in Babylonia continued. Forever. Technically, right, because there was always, there were always people left behind. People yeah, yeah, that's a true point. Really? That's right. Like Look at Murad. Yes, sir. Murad is Murad's the first yeah, base yeah, emictors yeah, type yeah, of guy. Yeah. First time forget that. A lot of calling yeah. in on back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it, huh? Yeah. Only the people who were, uh, you know. That's why we have a Babylonian show. Yeah. We're living Babylon. Yeah. It's not. It's not wrong. There was always a community in Babylonia since then. Okay. Even now, there's still a community in Babylonia. A few thousand people still. There. Okay. So. Um, You're saying in Iraq? Yeah, in Iraq. Iran, Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone left in Iraq. I could be wrong, but I don't think there's been Iran. There's still. There's still. Uh, Fourteen thousand Jews. There were some people. Some Jews in Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20,000. Yeah, 20,000. Yeah, 20, yeah. They protect the Yiddin. There's a rabbi from L.A. that goes back. Now. Uh, rabbi Zagar. He goes, I think, once yeah. a year. The Jews are safe in Iran? Rod's not going to comment on that. No, they, they say because the government wants to pretend that, uh, right. that they're nice to them. No? Yeah. They try to assimilate them. That's why. Right. Mm. Okay. That's what they are very nice. That's what they're always trying to do. They are part of them. They are all the same. There's no difference. Okay, okay. My Voimer. What is Voimer? What is this Pasuk? What's the second Pasuk? Why are we bringing Voimer? And it says, Let's explain. This is germane to the debate we mentioned earlier. There's a general halachic question 
as to how to calculate the length of, uh, of the night, of the day and the night. Do we view the day, or the, uh, let's, let's think of this, do, do we view the halachic day from, as extending from Neitzachama until Shkia, or from Aloysa Hashachar until Tesekechav? Oh. Right? How do we view the halachic day? So the Gemara says, you might make a mistake, and you might think that the halachic day is just Neitzachama until Tesekechav. Toshki, excuse me. Toshki. Right? That smaller size we described. Right? You might think that's what it is. So the Pasik is coming to tell you, make no... And, 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 and so what did they mean? Why, did he, why would they... What, is, what does he mean when he says that uh, we worked at night? Excuse me. That we worked from Aloy Sashach until Tezakechavim. It doesn't mean that that's how, long, that's how long the day is. Really, the day is only from Neitzachama, which is a little later in the morning, to Shkia, to sunrise, sunset, which is a little earlier in the night. And why were they working from Alois HaShachar, from dawn until Tzitzit until the stars came out? Why were they working so long? The Gemara says, the Gemara says, They were very diligent and excited, so they would go, up, go to sleep very late and get up very early. Right, the night, it was the night, this was the halachic night, the Pasuk says, that we, during which we stood guard, and the daytime we worked. Okay, so now we know the day is from Tzeis Ta'alois. Uh, very, very nice. Or rather, the night is from Tzeis Ta'alois. The day is from Alois to Tzeis. So the Gemara says, that's the opinion of the Truma Sadashin. So the Gemara says, Kosalka Daitach, the Oniu Bnei Odom Chad Shiurahu. We think, right, we think at this point that Oni, the Oni dipping his bread in salt, and the Bnei Odom, the, the regular fellows, uh, at least on Friday night, at least on Friday, when the onion on a Tuesday night, and he goes to dip his bread in salt, and regular folks on a Friday night. You can't light any new candles on Friday nights, so you have to hurry home. Right? So we think that, maybe it's later, you could argue, but we think that that's one shear. <coughs> we think that's one shear. That's the same time. Now, that said, if that's the case, Chacham, I know Then the Chacham are saying the same thing as Rameir. Because Rameir says Bnei Adam. And... That must be the same as Ani. But the Chacham said, say, say, But we started off the Gemara by trying to say that Ani and Koyen, eating Truma, say, say, is one shear. So there's no argument here. Rameir and the Chacham are talking past each other. There's, one, there's no argument. They're just describing two different events that are happening at the same time. So what gives? Rashi says Bnei Adam and Ani are the same shear because most Bnei Adam were Ani. So the, the going corrects that. The reason I, I the reason I didn't say that is that the going correct. The going says it should, it's just, it, it, where it says Heinrich it should say Sheena. The oh, going yeah. says yeah yeah that's a little 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 trick. Right. Yeah, that's a good it's it's uh, it's a good catch. And, and and the first time I learned the Gemara, I said the same thing, and then I saw the guy. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So the Gemara says. The Gemara says, hold on one second. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. So the Gemara says, Oshmami, no, excuse me, Ani Shira Lechud, Vakayin Shira Lechud. It seems that in fact, Ani is a different Shira. Whereas, Loi, Ani Vakayin Chad Shirahu. Vani Ubnei Adam Lab Chad Shirahu. In other words, no, you're making a mistake. You know, who says that that's what we should change? Maybe Ani and Koyin is both Tzais. And people come home on Friday night, even perhaps earlier than Tzais HaKechav. Perhaps earlier than Tzais HaKechav. Okay. So, the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara is going to now mount another assault on the assumption of Ani Vakayin Chad Shiru. Is Ani and Kayin really one Shir? 
Uraminu. Now, hold on tight, because there's going to be a lot of information. Only some of it is relevant to the Gemara's question. Uraminu, me'emosai maschilon l'krishma ba'arvin. When do we begin reading Kriyashma in the evening? From the time that the day ends, right? From when Shabbos comes on, our, on, on Friday night. That's Ben Yerbelezer. What's that? Rashi says that is Ben Ashmashais. That's Ben Ashmashais, right? Which is when we take in Shabbos as well. As soon as Ben Ashmashais starts. So that's when you can start reading Kriyashma. That's Yerbelezer's opinion. Rabbi Yeshua Aimer. From the time that Kainim are mituharim, become tahar to eat their truma. To become tahar to eat their truma. Presumably that's the same as zakayin and nichnasin. Nichnasin, zakayin, mituharim presumably are the same shear. Right? It becomes permissible for them to eat their truma. That's a little earlier. From the time, which is while it's still daytime, of course, that the Kayanim actually immerse in the mikvah in anticipation of the night to eat truma. In anticipation of the night to eat truma. So, of course, this is hold on a second. You have people saying Krishna during the daytime. You can't have people saying Krishna during the daytime. So, Behuda doesn't, doesn't like that one bit. Reb Chanina says from the time that an Ani goes in to eat his bread and salt, that's familiar. Rav Achoy, do you have Rav Achoy on your chart of Tanoim anywhere, Mike? This has always been a mystery to me. Even Rav Acha, I'm not familiar. There's a Tana named Rav Acha. But oh, we have a chart handy. Mike always has a chart handy. We need a we need to photocopy the chart. Sure, yeah, yeah, give me a copy. It's part of it's part of the right part of this. It's part of the welcome package. It's part of the welcome package. <laughs> and, uh, a, sco- a scoop of Yuban gold. <laughs> I need some swag. We're in Silicon Valley. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Merch. Yeah, I, I, I ran a total blank. I don't know. It's very strange. Rav Achoy. Rav Achoy is a guy. Rav Achoy is, mm. is, is, is 800 years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this ends in the 400s. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this ain't right. No, and this is a discussion of Tanoim. Mm. This, is, uh, this, is, this is in the year zero. So, a big Tzarechin. But anyway, Rav Achoy mm. pop, pop, uh, pipes in. Rav Achoy uh, uh, chimes in. From the time that most people go to uh, go into lean, to eat their, to like, to settle down for their meal. So Rashi says, uh, that might mean during the week, it might mean during the night. Regardless, it's much later. Rashi, Rashi almost, it sounds like he wants to say, like, don't worry about that. That's a much later Zman, and it sounds like maybe we don't observe that. Okay. So now, the e amrit ani v'kayin chad Okay, now hold on tight. If ani ani and kayin is one shiur, so Reb Chanina hain Reb Then Reb Chanina, who says misha from the time that an ani goes to dip his bread in salt, is the same man as Reb Yeshua, who says misha she'akayin mitur al nachabut shumasan, who is just yet another iteration of the first of, of the opinion of our Mishnah. Right, teisakei chavim. So we, 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 we bring two braces where we have two opinions that are seemingly in conflict and it, and it can't come out that there has to be a machokas. 
there. That's what yeah. They can't. There's one Bryce. I'm saying we did that twice now, right? Yeah, but the first time we def- mm-hmm. the first time we knocked it out because the first time yeah. there were two steps. The first so time we said Ani's the same as Bnei Adam, and here Bnei Adam is arguing with Seis. Right. You know, maybe Ani's not the same as Bnei Adam, but now we have Ani itself up against Seis, up against uh, up against this man that the Gemara calls Koyanim. Okay, so the Gemara says, you know what? You're right. The whole lab Shmami no Shiurah the Ani lechod Shiurah the Koyin lechod Shmami no. You're right. They must be two separate Shiurim. Okay, fair enough. The two separate shiurim. So what's the other shiur? Right? The Gemara says, Which one is later? It makes sense to say that an ani, the ani uh, shiur, is later than teisakaychavim. The e amrit the ani muchtem. If you're going to tell me that ani comes before teisakaychavim, then Reb Chanina Hainu Reb Eliezer, because Reb Eliezer is the one who introduces the idea that perhaps Bein Hashmashais is already is already a permissible time to say Krishma. Since Bein Hashmashais is a permissible time to say Krishma, we're assuming that an Ani doesn't sit down to eat his bread before Bein Hashmashais. Therefore, they would come after Rebchanin is the same as Rebbeleza Olav. Shema no the Ani me'ocher. Shema no. We see that the Ani, the poor man's Zman, is in fact later. Once we have some time over here, I thought maybe we would say, t- we would see Taisvis over here. Mishasha ha'ani nichnas lachopite b'melach. Four from the bottom over here. So Taisvis has a gishmach akash. Taisvis is tamo. Oni gufei mosai ispalo. When's the oni supposed to daven? When's the oni supposed to daven? If the oni's busy eating at the time when he's supposed to be saying Krishma and Mayru, when should he daven? When should he daven? Dehoamrit zman achilosai hainu zman Krishma. The cave in Shabbat, right, mother's this opinion, don't forget, this opinion holds that it's very tight mm-hmm. because you have the honey from when the honey sits down to when the honey gets up. That's not very nice, says Tysus. <laughs> When's the honey supposed to daven? He davens before now. How can he daven before? It's too early to say Krishna. <clears throat> it's too early to say Krishna. So the Gemara, so Tysus says, Damit zman achilose, hainu zman Krishna. So you might say, which maybe you're about to get out, Ari, is when the Zman comes, the first thing I'll do is say Kriyashman Davin. Or excuse me, the first thing I'll do is I will uh, I will I will I'll, I'll eat and I'll eat quickly enough that I'll that I'll have time at the end to say Kriyashman Davin. You gotta daven first. <laughs> you're boxed in. There's an order of operations for the night. First one says Kriyashman Davins, and then you eat dinner. Right? Ah, everyone's a little worried because they said Mayrev the rest of the week is at 7.30. It's one thing tonight, Mincha Mayrev is going to be great. How about Mayrev the rest of the night at 7.30? The answer is that when you have a set time for Mayrev and a set minion and a set place that you always go to... <clears throat> <laughs> um, so I'm speaking to myself here, but, but, but so so uh, in that scenario you don't have to worry. Okay, so Taisa explains as follows: The Gemara is pretty serious about this issue. This is for somebody who doesn't follow Chazal is liable to death. The time for tefillah, the time for tefillah is actually before the time for suda. The love dafka misha oni nichnas lechol eloport demei karakama. Taisus says it doesn't actually mean it can't be that tight of a zman. It has to be a more. Taisus establishing is these times are actually somewhat 
general. They're not precise. We don't say, okay, the fellow's going in to eat his meal now. That's the correct time. He says, no. There's an independent zman, which is standing wherever it's standing, which is roughly when an ani would come to eat his suda. And therefore, I'll put them in a car, she'adshi, chinu le suda, so you could be yispal. In other words, he has what to work with. He can come home and do like Ari suggested. He can come home, he can daven, he can say krishma, and finally, he can dinner. Uh, uh, uh. Mm. So he does yeah. that.